this start to play? This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect It's about time that we got some respect This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect Hey, on that note, welcome to Press Start to Play episode 167 I am your host you're Perpetual Player 1, Dan. And as always, it's the Perpetual Player 2, the Reckless Renegade, the Douchebag on the Mic. Do not forget the article because it's not Ohio State University, it is the Ohio State University. Remember that shit? I'm your Perpetual Player 2, Ben. God damn it, I hate you guys improv this shit. And I'm basically Dan from a separate timeline. Yeah, background noise! With background noise. With our background Because we figured uh, out. I'm the before pick, and he's the after. Actually, whether it's an improvement is up to you. <laughs> you know what? You can make the joke. You can make the joke. And that makes me your perpetual player three. Uh, Alma's not here. She currently had car troubles. Yep. So. All right. Who wants to talk about the last seven days since the last podcast? All right. You've been here a while. So, Richie, what you playing? What you watching? Because you're the special snowflake. What you reading? Hey. And how nerdy was your week? Alright, so, oh, what what I'm playing has been more of, what am I trying to play? <gasps> what are you trying to play? I'm trying to play Skullgirls. <gasps> what? That's Skull a good-ass game. That's a good fighting game. It's a good game. I'm suck-ass at it, though. So do I. That's because, you know, it plays like Marvel, and I suck at Marvel. I'm, God, it, it does. doesn't play like Marvel, though. Bullshit, it does not. I'm way better at Marvel than I am at Skullgirls. It is basically Marvel with the tag system. I legitimately can't do the... I can't do the multi-team thing. I, I'm, I can only play Skullgirls 1v1. Oh, where you, where you air combo them and then jump out and jump in? No, no, yeah. no. Like, I can only play, oh. like... That, that's... Yes. I can only do one person. That's what I do. I'd rather okay. fight a team of three... That's women. why. That's why I like to call it Skullgirls, because it's basically when you're playing it the proper way... Oops. Aw, oh, damn. Do? We're oh, good. Dead. We're good. We're still on. Right. Woo! But, like, like, the controls are not like Marvel. I wish they were. You could probably map them to be like Marvel. If you try hard enough. You can't because it's a six-button fighter. Oh. And that's the gosh. issue where it's like both punch and kick uh, buttons. Oh. So it's light, medium, heavy for each of them. And that's the issue. Uh-oh. Whereas with Marvel, it's only uh, light, medium, and heavy attack. They don't separate punch or kick. Nice. And that's why it's a lot easier. The, the controls are easier... However, I will say if you're if you talk about uh, the controls are easy to understand, but Marvel is way more difficult to master in my opinion. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Whereas Skullgirls, it's a lot easier to master, but it's a six-button fighter, so it's like I can't do anything. And um, I love playing Beowulf; it's awesome. But I downloaded it. I got to play for like an hour. Hold that thought. Will do. You play a game. Yes. That was designed. Yes. For all. For an all-female cast. Yes. And you play the one guy. There's two guys. You play the one guy. There's two guys. You play is, the one is guy. Is male, though? I thought he was like a robot. He was, He started off as a dude. He got doesn't matter. It's a robot. No, he doesn't. He's not a robot. Does he sexually identify as male? Oh, my God, guys. Look, man. If he's a robot right now, I don't want to assume what he identifies himself as. Because for all I know, he identifies Are you assuming himself. his gender? 
I'm trying not to. You, you're assuming their gender by you're using. You're assuming a, her gender. You're, you need to use the proper Beowulf's thing of really Beowulf. Okay, please talk about Beowulf. Beowulf is really good. Uh, the entire cast itself is fucking fantastic. No, but I'm just like, but for real, it's just like because I brought that. I was like, really, you picked the dude. Yes, that's fighting. because he's the fuck. He's the pro wrestler. He's the pro wrestler. With a bunch of wrestling reference. Oh, I had to. How's he not gonna pick him? Still, I'm just saying. All I'm saying is is that you could easily get the same thing out of like a strong grappling type female. They could have. They should have done that, in my opinion. There was. There was a. There was a grappler. I was talking about her. Okay. No, they should have. They should have put. What? You guys are talking about the chick with like the hat? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's awesome too. She's the only other person I've played as. There you go. There you go. But I only played like one match. I can calm down now. I played like one match and like I said I could I suck at the game. That's okay. So I was like I'm gonna stick with Beowulf for now. Um, I used to think I was good at that game until like three E was ago where uh, Lab Zero was there and they were like promoting the game. They're having a side tournament, so I thought, oh hey, I'm I'm pretty decent at Scroll Girls. I'm gonna try it out. My first opponent was a guy named Sonic Fox. Oh, you got fucking. And I didn't know who he was at the time. I saw this guy with a you know blue furry hat. Great, a furry. Yeah, I did not know who this guy was, and Sorry, ever since then, I never touched Skullgirls again. Just proceeded to yiff you game-wise? He did. Yeah. He yiffed me hard. Yeah. Uh, you might want to be careful with your word choice there. I know what I said. I know, but I, I it's because I know what you said do, that I'm just like, Do you like, play uh, with, like, a controller, or do you play... I played stick? it with a, a pad. I mean, a uh, fight stick. I need to get a fight stick, specifically for this game. It's like, I really want to keep playing it. Um, be careful dude once you buy the fight stick you're basically it's like buying cocaine once you do it once you're basically hooked hey, i've been holding myself back all right so it's very let me ask you it's a you very a manageable addiction ben i thought you had a you don't have a fight stick i have two yes two oh, like two. i said once you once you have one the addiction to fighting games starts growing because you're like well i paid two oh, 200 bucks I was just going to have you whispered, but all right, fuck me. 200 bucks. Paying 200 bucks on yep. a thing. I better fucking start buying games to play it on. Next thing you know, six months go by, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to train for Evo and lose. You know? But at least I could say I was there. Too real, man. Too fucking fat. Hey. <laughs> fucking ow. You want to know what that was for? Who? That was for the Final Fantasy X jab last week, you dick. He got me there. <laughs> but, um, I played for like an hour, shut my PS4 off. Okay, yeah, I, I go grab this. a bite to eat. Came back, turned the PS4 back on, and Skullgirls were just fucking gone. When you say gone, it's like not on the dashboard, and I was like, okay, whatever. My PS4 has done this before with Friday. I went to the. Yeah, exactly, just. <laughs> just like that. My fail. Like the Roman Empire. The greatest the trick the devil ever pulled was convincing yeah. the world he did not exist. So right. I, I went to the library. It's not in the game section. Uh, it's not in the purchases section. That's weird. The you, only, you paid money for this. Yeah, the only like evidence of me owning this game are the trophies, <laughs> which that's saved for whatever fucking reason, and basically like the email receipt I have. And when I go to the PlayStation Store, it just says download. It doesn't say purchase. It doesn't have the price. It says download. But when I click it, nothing happens. Like, it does the regular loading thing, and then it just brings me right back to that screen. And it's like, okay, great. What can I do here? It's like, okay, uh, like, restart the system. Didn't happen. Mm. Rebuild the database. Mm. To do that, you gotta put the PS4 in a safe mode, which can, like, you gotta hold the power button for so much, and then do all this other shit. Did all that. Didn't happen. Uh, had the contact Sony's, like, online chat support. 
was dealing with them for like two hours. That sounds about right for tech support. Yep. And it's like, because they also had no idea what's going on. That's not a good sign. And then basically, uh, I'm assuming what the guy did was he just went into like their servers or whatever and deleted the evidence of me purchasing it. So then he's like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to refund you the money you spent for it. Uh-huh. Delete the fact that you purchased it, and then you can try, like, if you want, you can try to, like, purchasing it again. And then if it doesn't work, then just keep the money. I'm like, okay, I'm down for that. Yeah. And, you know, gladly, like, hopefully, this will work. Thankfully enough, it did. So I got my Skullgirls back. Woo! And the only reason I was so adamant of about getting Skullgirls back wasn't because, like, it's I paid Skullgirls. money for it. I paid money for it. Yeah, it wasn't even because I paid money for it, because it was on sale. It was, like, ten bucks. Yeah. And it's like, that's... I can, I'm fine with losing 10 bucks. I've spent more than that on loot crates, and or not loot crates, on loot boxes. Yeah, and yeah. Those were a bigger waste of money than anything. Yeah, they were. And, yeah. uh... Yeah, I got it back, and, like, it wasn't the fact that it, that it was 10 bucks. It's the fact that it just up and deleted itself. Yeah, that's the weird part. Where it, it hit me wrong, like, what if I had decided to pre-order Destiny? What if I had it preloaded and everything, got to play it, took a quick break? Oh, she's making sure. And then I, I come back and it's gone. That actually happened to me with FF14. I was in the middle of playing it, turned it off, the next day I was like, where the fuck's my game? See, and then it's like, that would have been me spending 60 plus on a game. Then I would have been fucking livid. That's like me going, logging in at Street Fighter Five and going, oh, you're back at zero. You're back in rookie rank. Huh? Huh? Friday does it a lot. Um, also, you have to rebuy those season passes. Yeah. I think the season pass thing would give me a lot more. Oh yeah, it would. And that's first. Where it's like, if, if my game was deleted and I can get it back, that's fine. It's like, no, your season pass got deleted. No, fuck that. Clear! Where's your manager? Someone's gonna die. <laughs> Hold uh, on, let me comb my hair. Let me just like, let me put on my button up, comb my hair down, and like get the like the that white woman like. Yeah. I want to speak to your manager! These coupons have only expired two days ago. I want to speak to your manager. Yes, that was a dig, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Just because I remember the joke. Excuse I never forget. Me? I want to speak to a manager, please. Oh. <laughs> oh, what's up, yo? I am the manager, bitch! <laughs> I am motherfucker! I am the motherfucker! See, that's the worst thing, like, when people say, can I speak to your boss? No. I am the boss! I am the boss. Because <laughs> I'm at night. Because since I work nights, I'm the only one there. Can I speak to the boss? And then I'm like, I mean, I, I'm the high, I'm, all I do is go, I'm, I point to my shirt because it says supervisor. I'm like, I, I'm the highest ranking person here. I, like, I would keep when did your, when did, And then they go like, when does your boss come in here? It's like, well, my boss will be, is actually off on the weekends, but he will be here Monday at eight o'clock. Here's his phone number if you want to call him right away. Or would you, you like keep, to keep an eye patch with you at all times, so that when they ask for the manager, just duck behind the desk, put on the eye patch, and come back. <laughs> See, I would do that if I didn't work at a casino. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I worked at like GameStop or something, and someone did that, it's like, I want to speak to your manager. I'd be like, all right, let me just go into the back real quick. I just change shirts. Come back out. It says, and it has the shirt that says, "I'm the fucking manager." It's one I personally make. I can do that because there's actually a. Uh, Shameless promotion. There's a t-shirt place right around the corner from my house. Hey. hey. All right, you were saying? Uh, yeah, I played Skullgirls for a bit. I'm okay. garbage at it, but I'm having fun being garbage. That's the point. That's um, the point, indeed. I have Skullgirls, too. Again, it, it doesn't play like Marvel because it's a six-button fighter, and that's my only issue with it. 
and it's something I can easily like get over. Just got to play it more. Not too bad at six button fires, just because I play a lot of the Axis kind of games. Mm-hmm. Axis. Whatever. Axis games are six button. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. God damn it. And but uh, you'd like Guilty Gear. That's only four buttons. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. Because then that's just light, medium, heavy, and special. Kind of. You were saying? Yeah, uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Sonic Mania. How is Sonic Mania? You still haven't played it? It's so no. good. So good? Sonic like, Mania, how many O's do we have on the So? Like, ten. Ooh. That's uh, that's that's YIF levels of So's. Yes. You've got, like, there's a bunch of obscure references to, like, a lot to of To my things. original OC character, Please Don't Steal? I, I haven't found anything like that yet. Oh, okay. But they did, there is a reference to... To Cold Sega's, no, Sega's like awful, awful stream. Uh, Sega, Sega did some like live stream celebrating Sonic's 25th anniversary. I think I remember was, hearing about this. And it was a big shit show. Yeah, I and mean, uh, one of the biggest complaints. Sonic. <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest complaints that everyone had is like there was this noise coming from like the the speakers throughout the entire event, like this weird humming noise, but it was very prominent. Everyone could hear it, and they couldn't figure out what the fuck it was. It just it was just there for the rest of the fucking celebration. And there is a stage uh, in Sonic Mania where you can find it. If you just stop there, you can hear the sound. It's like, that's super fucking obscure. Um, there's a lot of, like, forgotten characters that just show up. Specifically, there's a level where you fight a boss who can, like... You fight Shang Tsung, like, apparently. Okay. And he transforms into, like, these three characters that have only ever showed up in, in uh, Sonic Fighters. Oh my god. It's like... They, oh shit, Sonic Fighters! Are you sure Cold still didn't show up? <laughs> like, oh, like, there's no. gonna be like a level where like I'm... the bird, the... Fuck, what was it? It's a bird, uh, I think it's a coyote and a polar bear. Yep, those are those weird-ass Sonic Fighters characters. Yeah, they're real weird. Um, let's see. Are you sure Cold Steel wasn't there? <laughs> he might have been. I, like, I haven't like been he's yet. tucked away in like the background somewhere saying, Please don't steal. Teleports behind you. It says nothing personal, kid. Goes away. I honestly don't know. I haven't beaten the game yet, so maybe there is something further ahead. Um, <laughs> there's an just downloadable content with all the fucking. <laughs> this is definitely this is like 100% the precursor to Sonic Forces. Mm. Sonic Forces, for all intents and purposes, is the sequel to Sonic Mania. Okay. Uh, because in the opening cutscene for Sonic Mania, and I don't mean like that beautiful animation. Yeah, I, I say that cutscene's amazing, but yeah. I mean the part where it's like actually 8-bit. Oh, okay. uh, there's a scene where they're they're at like Knuckles Island. I forget what the fuck it's called. They're stealing an emerald, uh, but it's not the Master Emerald, and I don't think it's a Chaos Emerald. It's called Knuckles Deep. Yeah, they they take the emerald and it basically. It's a keep. Oh, it's keep. I heard Knuckles Deep. That was the point. Yip yip, brother. Yip yip. And uh, Final Fantasy ten jabs don't make them. And like when oh, they pull out the when now. they pull out the emerald, Otherwise it, you get the hammer. it like distorts the screen. It basically makes like Dio's using the world. Zawadudo, and like it makes the noise and everything. And then it basically drops him in Green Hill Zone, and that's how it starts. Okay. You're, you're in the island, and the, this weird emerald thing takes you to Green Hill Zone. And um, just leave it alone. That <laughs> that alone in itself is the biggest like. It's not a spoiler, but it might as well will be. That like oh guess what that emerald is gonna be the it's final the, boss. Is the key is the plot point of me of forces. Yes, because the exact same noise that the emerald makes when it does the world is the exact same noise that the 
villain makes in the Sonic Forces trailer. Okay. It's the exact same noise. That's there's, just gonna be. there's no fucking difference at all. And it's like, I was playing it, my little brother pointed that out, and he's like, oh, that sounds like the, the trailer. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, when the bad guy does his attack, like, it sounds like that. And then I had to, like, play him back and forth, and it's like, oh, shit, that's gonna end up being the bad guy. They're gonna fucking, like, somehow bring this Emerald Jewel thing to life, and it's gonna be super evil. Alright. And then, uh, other than that, haven't really been playing much, been playing a little bit of Friday here and there. But it's it's mainly been uh, Sonic Mania and Skullgirls for as little as I could. Okay. Oh, we had some Friday Thirteenth news to talk yeah, about later. Uh, as, far as, what I'm, as far as what I'm watching, uh, still keeping up with Dragon Ball Super. How's that going? I heard Roshi like had a badass moment. Holy shit! So there is. Well, I'm gonna talk about like the really good stuff, and then I've got like a small, like really quick rant. Okay, go. So the really and good go. stuff is. Uh, Tien. Wait, before and, you get to that, yes. what else are you watching? Because that sounds like something you're really you're mostly focused on. No, you're right. Oh yeah, uh, you know what? Will, we'll say that. Yeah, I will switch over to this other one that I can't pronounce because it's it's not soon it's not Sundere. No, it's um. Sun- oh, you guys were talking about this earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's it's some it's a weird little romantic Sun- comedy. It's yeah, romantic comedy slice of life thing, and it tells the story of like how many couples are there? Like, I think like. Four or five. I want to say there's like six. It's a lot of fucking couples. It's a lot of couples. But eleven minute episodes. Yes. No. Easy watch. Very okay. short episodes. Just despite how short these episodes are, they pack in so much like character. Ooh. And you you feel like you know the character in their introduction episode. Ben's like emphatically not in here. It's so good, and I didn't think I was gonna like this because I saw the the clip that got me to watch it was um, the little sister, where it's. It's her first day in high school, oh. and her brother's a senior. Right. And then this other chick is, like, into her brother, and she's into him, or he's into her, but the little sister is, like, super protective, mm-hmm. where it's, like, yeah. stay away from my brother. Yeah. And it, it, it was really funny. That clip was really funny. I was like, okay, I'll give the show a shot. And... It's better than the clip that got me into it. She's... Is it... Is it... it was the mom one. Okay. Um, so that one's fucking awesome. There's another one where it's this, uh, that, that couple's funny because she, the little sister's the third wheel, mm-hmm. but like, she's the one that makes that, like, that couple interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another couple where it's the class president. He's like super, like just straight up about everything. Very fucking suave. And the, the girl in the relationship is the, I guess, delinquent. She's the one that's out there like. She's the Lincoln one. Okay, she skips like class. Reverse the cliche. Yeah, she she skips class. She goes to go smoke, and then he's basically with her. And their whole thing is he likes to he likes to taunt her and tease her by calling her cute, by saying all these romantic shit. And oh, because God. she's the tough, like, yeah, tough yeah. delinquent, she can't handle that shit. Yeah, he's just um, like yeah. yeah. I didn't know. He, I didn't know. It. I want to love actually in anime form, but this is love actually in anime form. It's like. You see these character types, and it's like you know these people. As Quick well. question, like, is this this will, this will like make or break? Like, this will be a big plus for me. Do you see characters from other stories in other story in, in the other story in the other episodes? Uh, yes. That's I lo- I love that. I yeah. love interweaving like stories. Yes, but like characters themselves don't really interact. Inter like the They're just the stories there. themselves don't interact. Okay, it's like one a person that was in this person's story for like had maybe one line in that story. That person with that one line has their own story. I love that. I, yeah. I do love that. So, uh, really good. For, for example, 
there is there's a girl who is extremely shy and always thinks the uh, like always thinks the worst is gonna happen mm -hmm. and the dude she's with is a very serious person but doesn't get relationships not not in like a wacky way but he's very serious so uh, at one point she's trying to confess to him but he doesn't understand what's going on oh god and then uh he's a part of like the soccer team and then in that one thing it's him talking to his friend and he's like, okay, yeah, I'll see you later. Okay, yeah, dude. And then that guy who leaves has his own story where him and the girl he's going to get with, they're trying to confess their love for each other via text, but they're both trying to, like... Be smooth about it? Be smooth and think, should I really do this through text? And then that blows up, like, shit hits the fan real hard with that one. Oh, God. This um, is, this, okay, it says on Crunchyroll? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll check this one out. Good stuff. The dub is also really good. Oh, there's a dub in this? There's uh, a, who's there's got it? Funimation? Funimation. Okay. The then dub, the dub even is better. very good. Even especially, better. Especially the little sister and uh, the basically the, the one with the mom. Mm, yeah. That scene is fucking amazing. Okay. That scene is fucking hilarious. So the, the other relationship that I want to talk about now is two people who have been childhood friends and the girl thinks they're in a relationship. She oh. thinks that they've been in a relationship for a year because she confessed to him. She's like, like... I like you. And then he's like, yeah, not as much as I like you. And then she took that as, oh, reciprocated feelings. Yeah, awesome. Like, oh, we're a thing now. And then a year later goes by, and then she's talking to her friends like, we've been together for a year, but he hasn't done anything. Like, we don't hold hands. He hasn't kissed me. And he's like, maybe he's just trying to take things slow. And her friend's like, it's been a year. Like, that's... There's taking it slow, and then there's um, and then, then there's just being a dick tease, yeah, or in this case a clit tease. And uh, she's trying, to, and like she's she's telling him like, like we get along so well, we have our we have our little like bits, and then like he'll he'll randomly just go bang, and then she'll she'll pretend she's been shot. Like their dynamic is fucking amazing. They're my favorite couple in this, and then she's trying to like, then she just out and says it because he's like, what are you getting at? I don't. I don't understand what you're trying to say. She's like, we've been together for a year. Why haven't you kissed me? He's like, what? We've been together? Like, no, we haven't. Like, yes, we have. And she physically abuses him all the time, but it's like, it's that, you know. Playful. That playful, playful abuse, yes. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, no, we haven't. And she's like, yes, we have. I confessed to you last year. And he's like, oh, I thought that was just one of our bits. <laughs> Like, I thought that was just a competition thing. Like, no way, I like you more. It's like, no. And then she gets all emotional, and then he's like, okay, well then, we'll start over then. Like, now we're a couple. And then, uh, <laughs> now we're... Now, now we're a couple. Now we're a couple. Now we're a couple. That, that first episode is just them, like, the setup. The second episode with them is, uh, she, she wants that kiss. Because to her, they've been in the relationship for more than a year now. <laughs> it's like, no, no. You, you can't just say we start now. We've been together for more than a year. Oops. You so, better fuck her. Fuck her up. So they go to his place. Uh, they go to his place to study. She finds his uh, porn magazines. And it's Such like, as you do. Yeah. yeah. And he's like... Actually, in this day and age, who the fuck owns porn magazines? It's all about the internet now. Yeah, exactly. So he's now... Well, you know, there's sometimes... Well, it would have been like, classic. hey, let me use your phone real quick. Yeah. Uh, so he's just sitting there at his fucking... What is it called? The Yukata? Yeah, yeah. So he's just sitting there, trying to do his homework, drenched in sweat... And she's sitting on his bed looking at this magazine like super pissed. 
As you do. Yeah, and, he's, <laughs> and then she's like, so you're looking at this and we haven't even kissed yet? And he's like, no, like, I gotta find the right time and, like, all this other stuff. And she's like, no, we've been in this for more than a year now. And he's like, no, we And she's like, you know what? Screw it. You want this stuff so bad? Fine, then. And then she lays down on the bed. She's like, we're gonna do this right here, right now. Oh, and he's like, whoa! <laughs> oh, my God! And he's like, <sighs> he's freaking out because he doesn't know what to do. And then, uh, he... He's gonna lay down, and he's about to kiss her, and then he goes, I should... He gets up, he's like, you know what? I should go get condoms. If we're gonna do this, I wanna make sure we're safe, I wanna make sure we're protected. And then she very embarrassingly says, I have some in my bag. <laughs> my mom told me to bring them. Like, she didn't want me to oh sleep without gosh. them. And he's like... He's like, oh, shit. He's like, oh. Well, I guess I don't have to leave then. Hmm. <laughs> So then, lights her, lights her off. She's under the covers, and he's like, "Okay, okay, we're gonna do this. We're, we're gonna, gonna do, do the sex. We're gonna do the sex." <laughs> and then he, and then he's like, "Okay, well, I should probably start off with a kiss first. So then he's gonna lean in for the kiss, and right before he leans in for the kiss, his mom, mom <laughs> yeah, she like basically slams the door open, like, "I brought you kids cookies and drinks. Oh my god, I should have knocked first. I'm just gonna leave this here for when you guys are done." <laughs> Good job, but uh, <laughs> like very quick, like, "I brought you guys cookies. Oh my god, I should have knocked." And then he closes the door. <laughs> But as she's leaving, you can hear her, Honey! Honey, don't walk into his room! <laughs> He's finally doing it! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this sounds like fucking an American show right it's now. It's so the good. The way he's describing it. It's so good, and I, I'm... I think if I may, it's, it's legitimately too sweet. too sweet. It really is. I love how the parent was okay with this. Normally they'd be like, what the no, no, no. The funny thing is, is, he's like, well, I guess the moment's ruined now. And then the chick uh, thinks Damn. to herself, like, well, I mean, I'm still willing to go through with this. <laughs> but the dude is just too embarrassed. <laughs> As he should be. As he should be, because that dick, that dick ain't getting hard anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm My mom just saw me naked. Performance anxiety is gonna, it's a hard thing to get over. And then that's pretty much the end of that episode. Oh, my um, God. It's it's so good. Just everything about this is so good. How many episodes are out? Uh, I think it's like on its eighth or ninth episode. It's on its ninth. I want to see, it, and it's twelve. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, like it's I said, a, it's eleven minute. And episodes. they're eleven minute episodes. Very quick hey, watch. Damn, watch this. I'm on episode seven. And I just right, started right. today. And um, there's there's another dude who is a pretty boy. I think you've seen him, blonde dude. Yeah, I think I know. What you're talking po- does a lot of poses. His whole thing is he's the dating master. And his thing is, he's gonna help other people get into a date. So he's Hitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's a man? No, he's Hitch. He's Hitch. You ever seen the movie Hitch? With Will Smith? Kevin James? Never he, mind then. He hooks people up together. He He's the, I guess, he's the one, he's a wingman without having to be someone's wingman. You wanna come on me, bro? Yeah, you wanna come on me? Um, so I've been watching that. Uh, I'm also excited to watch... Gotham by Gaslight. Oh. Which was that? That is uh, DC's next animated film. Okay. So Gotham by Gaslight is steampunk Batman. Ooh. It is Batman set in the 18th century. I don't know. I 18th, don't know. I think it's like 18th century Victorian England, I think. It's based, It's Batman versus Jack the Ripper, just straight up. Oh, cool. And it's more of a detective story, which is great. And like all the people are there, like Poison Ivy's there, Hugo Strange is there, uh, Harvey Dent, like everyone's in there. It's, it was the first uh, DC Elseworld story, which is the first time they decided to do like, let's just do random 
one stories. Shot. Yeah, one Turns shot. out the Joker was Jack the Ripper. I don't know. I'm joking. <laughs> might that be a twist? It might be. I haven't read Gotham by Gaslight. I just know it's one of the most popular ones. Uh, so I'm excited to watch that. As far as what I'm reading, uh, I am... Didn't Secret Empire finish? Yes. I will save that for later. You'll say that for... Oh, you need, a, you need another day to scan your thoughts on that? No, I, I know exactly what I think about Secret Empire. But first, I continued reading um, My Hero Academia Illegals, mm-hmm. which is the vigilante spinoff. The prequel spinoff. The prequel spinoff. And it, it just straight up gives you the origins for Stain. It lets you know why he is the way he is, and it gives you an explanation of why his face is so fucked. And it's real good. Yep. This manga is so good. I keep telling everyone, like, if you, if you liked My Hero Academia, please read this. It is, like, so radically different it is such a great companion piece because because it, it is the exact opposite whereas my hero academia is like it's it's got the Naruto like the first uh, it's, it's a like naruto vibe it's got a naruto vibe with superheroes so it's not as weeby uh, and like it, it's got that's that's its own thing whereas my hero illegals is a huge turn in the opposite direction where it's a lot darker reality hits a lot harder in this because they're vigilantes, and the, one of the things they bring up is like, the heroes operate under specific rules. They're not going to be in that dark alley for when that person gets mugged, right on the spot, because they don't have a section that takes care of that. The big heroes, All Might's not going to be able to take care of everything. All Might's there for the big stuff. Like, who's going to take care of the little people? That's our job. Who's Spider-Man? Spider-Man's so good. I love him. That's essentially what happens, because he, he does get scouted by uh, Ida's older brother, mm-hmm. but then like he, he declines that, or he doesn't decline it, Ida declines, Ida's brother declines it, because he sees him working as a vigilante, and he's like, no, you have potential doing this. Mm-hmm. So that's really good, because it's the origins for Stan, so I'm really excited to see where they go next. And I finished reading Secret Empire. Issue number 10 came out, so Secret Empire is done. The story of Hydra. All right, Captain so America. I'm gonna try to attempt to where you last left us last time was yes. they encountered another Captain Steve Rogers. Yes, and that's where you left us last time. So the the story has been like cutting to this jungle where Steve Rogers is there, and, it, and it's in a it's in a different art style from the rest of the comic. So you, so like you know like oh this is a different place. Uh, I, I really like when comics do that because um, it, it's easier to tell like yeah that's actually kind of this is a different person. It's a nice touch. So. It's like, what is this? Why is this person here? Why is he not super evil Hydra? And it's it's revealed that that's inside the Cosmic Cube. Oh my god. So, and from where I left off, Miles is fucking, like, ready. He is ready. Like, I've seen the vision. This is going to come down to me killing Cap. Everyone was against it at first. Now we know why. This is destiny. This is going to happen. So I'm going to fucking face it head on. Okay. Good for you, Miles. Also, Black Widow died. I'm pretty sure I explained that last time. Yeah, he did. Yep. She has fucking shield of the throat. Holy shit. It's actually pretty, pretty gruesome. So then... Guess it helps to have superpowers. They get... <laughs> we got her. Um, they get the last piece of the cube, and it, it looks like it's going to come down to Sam versus Cap. So Falcon versus Captain America. And then he's got the last piece of the cube. He's like, as long as we've got this, you still haven't won. And then Sam gets down on one knee and gives him, gives him the piece. 
And then Cap is like, like I knew it. I knew eventually you would see it my way. Like you've always been, you've always been the smart one. You've always been my little bitch. Yep. And then as soon as he does that, he puts it in with the rest of it because he's got this badass Iron Man suit on, and he pretty much puts it where the arc reactor is. Then out of nowhere, uh, a fucking big explosion of light. Bucky and Ant Man show up, and they're holding the cube, and they're like, "What the hell happened?" And it's like, oh, "Okay, yeah." Basically, they were they're shrunk down. They were shrunk down, and they were <laughs> yeah. on that tiny piece. Oh. So they pretty much grabbed the cube and got Are the fuck out in this case. Yes. And while they were in there, they went inside the weird world of the Cosmic Cube. They found Steve, and they brought him out. And it's like, no, you guys told us that this is still the same person. It's just, like, brainwashing. Now you're bringing a whole different person. This isn't even Cap anymore. Okay, so explain this shit to me. I can't. There is no explaining it. Because they fucked up the finale so bad. How? Well, first off, Miles doesn't kill Cap. Oh bullshit! Cap does, because they bring a different. They bring the other Cap from this weird fucking pocket dimension, and it's like that's not even a thing. That wasn't a thing. This wasn't. This wasn't. Uh, Cap got kidnapped. This isn't an evil clone of Cap. Like no, all that was happened was the cube altered history and made him think that he's been a part of Hydra for years. Mm -hmm. It was just brainwashed. There was no doppelganger. So there was no. Yeah. There's no reason why he should be. There should be another Captain America. There, yeah, there's no reason for it. They just did it. And then he beats him, and uh, they they recreate a couple panels from Civil War, which actually looked really cool. Because uh, they do the whole, like, shield and, like, the yeah. quest thing. Fucking love that. It's always going to be fucking awesome. But he beats him, and then it's like, he Cap gives his normal Cap speech. Both Caps give their normal Cap speech. Uh, because, again, the best villains... And I, I will still stand by this, no matter how how botched this ending was. Evil Cap is fucking awesome. And it's because the best villains are the ones that think they're the hero. Yeah. He legitimately thinks that Hydra is what's best for the world. And it, it's, he's been fucking fantastic. They just fucked up the ending. Because it's like, the end of the story is stand up to Nazis. And? That's common sense! This is what everyone was like. The, the one thing coming out of Civil War 2, nobody likes Civil War 2. The only thing people liked about Civil War 2... Nazis are bad! Yep, the only thing that people liked about Civil War 2 was that it ended with, guess what? Miles will kill Captain America. <clears throat> That's been a thing. Because every vision that happened in Secret Wars 2... Happened. Happened. Except for this one! Bruce Banner, quote-unquote, died. Uh, fucking... War Machine died. Cap was super evil. A lot of the predictions did happen. And then, uh, because of course they're going to happen. Because it wasn't just an inhuman. It wasn't just some, some random inhuman who had the power to see the future. No, because it, was, it turns out he's not just an inhuman. He's a celestial, which means he's a god. So, because the other, at the end of Civil War II, celestials came down. And everyone shit the pants. Like, everyone shit their pants. When did we get into Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, yeah. So, I mean, Celestials are just what they call them. Yeah, they're, they're gods. They're gods. They're they're, gods. Yeah, they're gods. They fucking ascended on down from heaven, and everyone shit their pants going, Oh, fuck, what's gonna happen now? And they're like, no, we're just here for him. We're just here for him. The, and then he's like, what, what did I do? And he's like, you didn't do it. You're, you're one of us, dude. You're a god. Uh... And then everyone's like, I thought you were an inhuman. And they're like, no, he's a god. 
So like, yeah. come on, you don't belong here. But you guys just assumed he was. You're, yeah, your your powers are too busted. You're coming with us. <laughs> you Which do- is essentially what these what the Celestials are. Yeah, the two OP guys. They're they're the end all be all. Like, no, you. You, you fix all stories or you break all stories, so we have to remove you from existence, basically. So they fuck up the ending. There's there's still a chance that the vision of him killing Cap comes true somehow. But now it is something to keep on cock-teasing that. Because it could, it could happen the way I predicted that it's going to happen, where it's like, he didn't kill Cap. Because the vision, they just see him holding Cap, and there's blood all over Miles, there's blood all over Cap, and there's like a giant fucking stagmite type, whatever. There's Don't a big fucking spike yeah. just... Going to Cap, So what I'm assuming is going to happen, there's going to be another event later on down the line, Cap's going to die, and Miles is going to be the one holding him. Miles is like, catches him or some shit. Or is like holding him, telling him, like, don't give up. Uh, Which is what's going to lead to him holding the fucking dead body. Which leads to Miles becoming the next Captain America. Oh, that'd be really good. But no, his thing is Spider-Man. He's doing a really good job. I know, I know. Um, So I've been reading that. That's real big letdown. All that controversy in the beginning stage of this, of this fucking storyline. All this protest yeah, on Marvel. More, more than a year ago, they turned him into an evil agent of Hydra, and everyone said, no, trust us, the payoff is going to be fucking amazing. And it had the potential. People were really excited. Civil, uh, Secret Empire was really good. And shits the bed. At the final fucking step. In the final issue, it shits the bed in the most <laughs> monumental way where they could have just... They could have just done it. It could have just been... Like they they took the cube out of the out of the thing, but Cap is still like whatever. I'm still super powerful and proceeds to just curb stomp everyone. Yeah, because that's because even without the cube, he has been curb stomping everyone. And it's like it could have just been that. It could have just been him without that. And in the last issue, we saw Miles shatter the shield because of how fucking angry he was. That could have just you could have just done that and just have him tear apart the suit and kill Cap. Mm-hmm. Now. But they didn't. They're like, no, we gotta bring Cap back. Back Cap has to be a good guy again. And so what happens to this evil Cap? He disappears. They use the cube to just erase him from existence. Please talk about Dragon Ball for a bit. It's just gonna be too fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super, really good. Um, everyone's getting their own episode that like showcases their like. Here's why. This why this is why this person's cool. Mm-hmm. So. Everyone's like all the side people are getting theirs. Krillin didn't get his because Krillin sucks. Uh, Krillin sucks. Like he does. The only the only original move he has is Destructo Disc, and Frieza can do it better. All right. Because so the Kamehameha is not his. The Solar Flare is not his. Look at this way. He still gets to plow eighteen on a regular basis. I, I guess. She is an android, though. He did that at the sake of like killing Goku. And endangering like millions of people on the planet. Yeah, but hey, because he had the, he had the device, he could have pressed it, and they could have killed Cell right then and there. But yeah. he's like, no, I got to get in that android puss. <laughs> All right, so the other characters. Uh, so everyone gets their like episode. Seventeen got his. He was a fucking badass. Eighteen hasn't gotten hers just yet. Um, Roshi got his. How can I help you? <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Keep going. Roshi got his episode. And it's like he controlled his pervertedness mm. or whatever, and did the whole thing where he like turns gigantic. Uh, he did the evil containment wave. Got a good one. And he does he does the containment wave, and the containment wave like takes a lot of energy out of anybody that does it. 
So he does it once, and it's like, oh, guess what? I guess Roshi's nothing to fuck with. But then he has to do it again, and then that almost leaves him dead. Okay. You and pull then, it out. It won't damage it. I promise. Simple enough. And then uh, other fighters Trust come me, in, I've and had that Roshi's already weak, so these these fighters body him to the point where he's near death. And it's honestly emotional because it's like he's already super old. Don't he, stick it. Don't stick used it. Don't stick it up there if you don't plan on getting it out. It's like bone hurting juice. And uh, he's already used a, a technique that's supposed to kill you after one use. He's used it twice, and it's like, oh shit, they're gonna kill off Roshi. And it's the it's the first real sense of like dread you get in the tournament mm-hmm. because it's like whatever Goku and them are gonna win. There's no real consequences, and this actually hits you where it's like. Are they actually going to kill off Roshi? Because it looks like they're going to fucking kill him off. Then they do. No. So Krillin's in a stance because he already lost it. He can't do anything. And he's fucking screaming and crying. And then uh, Goku senses that Roshi's like, he is just gone. And he's like, oh shit. Roshi's he, dead. He goes to Roshi and then he's screaming and crying. And then he uses his like god key essence or whatever to bring him back. And like, Roshi's back. But it was it was a Roshi episode. It was really good. Uh, Piccolo and Krillin had their bonding episode where they take on a team of fighters. That was really good. The next one is, like, there's this sniper. There's this dude who's shooting, like, really precise, really deadly beams out in the, the arena, and no one knows where he's at. Just respond to the chat, don't mind me. And no one knows where he's at, and then, like, the previews show that, like, oh, guess what? Tian's gonna do something. No, he's Fucking not. finally. Like, fucking finally Tian gets to do something. No, he's not. And he doesn't. He doesn't get to do anything. No, he doesn't. He, he takes out one dude. He takes out one dude, but at least he takes him out with him. And it's like, in in the episode where they were recruiting everyone, they show him do the four arms technique, which is really cool. He doesn't even do that in this. He he does like he does a shadow clone jutsu. Dragon Ball did it first, but whatever. Ooh. And it's like he he does the he does the kikoku, which is really cool, but he doesn't do the dodon ray, which is his strongest move. And it's like, everyone else got a power-up for no reason, except Tien. The the only people in the series that it makes sense that they're as strong as they are at this point in time are Goku, Vegeta, and Piccolo. Because they've been training super all this fucking time. Hard. They've been training from Z until Super. They never stop training, because it's just their thing. Oh, and Seventeen. Seventeen has also been training. Because he has unlimited stamina. He doesn't have to sleep. And he's a park ranger on this island. So all he does is train so that way he can protect the island. That's all he does. That's why he actually stood a chance against Super Saiyan Blue. It's the only reason he prevents forest fires. Exactly. And then when you get the the Roshi slash Tien episode where he's recruiting them, it's like Roshi has just been on at Kame House. He hasn't been doing anything. Yeah. And then Goku just says, like, oh, he's always had this, like, power within him. He's always been holding back. Even though in Dragon like in Dragon Ball, not even Z, in Dragon Ball, when Tien was a villain, he is confirmed to be stronger than Krillin and confirmed to be stronger than Master Roshi. He fucking shatters Yamcha's leg in, like, the first round that they fight in. I figure everyone shatters Yamcha's leg, though. <laughs> yeah, but this was back when Yamcha was actually a decent fighter. And it's funny, because, like, the tournament starts, and the first thing Tien does is just stomp on his leg and shatters it. I mean, you would too. It's yeah. so good. Knowing what Yamcha is going to be. And like, it's the world tournament and then the finals is Tien versus Goku. Yeah. Uh, and Tien obliterates Goku. 
And it's like, okay. And when they, they finally, like, oh, where's Tien been? Oh, Tien has started his own dojo. He's a martial arts master. Of course he is. Not only has he been training, he's also been teaching. Yet he's still weaker than everyone? The guy who has not only been training his entire life, but has been teaching an entire school of people. Yeah, Japan really hates Tien. Is the weakest out of all of these people, even though Krillin has given up on fighting twice. Once in Z, and again in Super, to the point where bullets could hurt him in Super. But Tien is weaker than him? Like, no, that's bullshit. And it's like, oh, Krillin is the strongest human. He's not the strongest human. Tien is the strongest human. He should have trained his third eye more. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's this thing where, like, Dragon Ball fans will argue. It's like, oh, no, he's, like, Tien's the descendant of an alien race or whatever because of translations or, like, Japanese voice acting panel. It's like, no, he's human. The Tien and Chiaotzu both are based off of, like, Chinese things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it brings into account, like, uh, Toei, Toriyama, what are you guys doing? How come the fighter based on Chinese, Chinese fighting style is the weakest here? Why was he just get it? Why was he a villain when he was first introduced? What's uh, what are you uh, what are you trying to do? Because there's no reasoning behind it. He's been training his entire life. Yeah, no, no, we get it. It's just that Japan's kind of super fucking racist. The fact that he has the third eye is a symbol of how fucking strong he is. Because they, they say, like, oh, anyone can do this. Tien is just, like, the strongest out of anybody in the crane school. Mm -hmm. Alright. And it's like, god damn it. God damn it. God damn it, Tien. Do you think that's bad? Plague has an entire... Plague of Grimes yeah. has a, like, near 30-minute video. I need to watch that. It's so good, and it's... Oh, god damn it! Alright. That pretty much your week? Uh... Yes. Alright, Ben. Yes. What you playing, what you watching, how nerdy was your week? So as far as what I've been playing, I only played one thing. What? Life is Strange. You wanna do this, you wanna do this now? Oh, uh, no, we'll... Wait, oh. what, do you, what do you mean, Life is Strange? They, I Don't swear to God, if you keep doing that, I'm gonna punch you in the fucking head. So, but what do you mean, like Life is Strange? Okay. So, like, this... are you playing Life is Strange or are you playing the other one? So, on Tuesday, Life is Strange before the storm. Don't Thursday. Worry. Thursday, whatever. Okay, I don't have to worry about the other. No, we're not doing that right now. Yeah. We'll get to it later. But the point is, is that on Thursday, Life is Strange before the storm came out, which is a prequel to Life is Strange. It's a three episode thing talking about Chloe and Rachel. Also, like three episodes? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. But, and also because, like, we got the deluxe edition, technically we have four, but fuck us, right? <sighs> Too sweet, baby. Whoa. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about more about, I'll talk more about that once Daniel gets to his week as well. Sure. Because um, I literally haven't played anything else. Okay, so what you been watching? Um, I've caught up on most of my anime. Give us the highlights. Uh, just, again, as per usual, sticking to highlights. Um, the new My Hero Academia was really good. They're getting ready for the final exam. Shit, I saw catch up on that. That's pretty, it was, that was, oh, that was all pretty good. Um, 18F is still really good. If you guys aren't watching it, you should really watch the show. How many episodes is it? Uh, we're on episode, we just finished episode nine. Is it going to be a short series? I think it's a 12 spot, yeah. Oh, one quick thing about My Hero. The mm. dub is also very amazing on that. Yeah. I watched a bit of the dub. The dub's amazing. Um, gamers is still going really good. Um, like, the Love Pentagon is finally coming to a head. I'm going to start that once I finish uh, yeah. the other one. 
Classroom of the Elites still going pretty strong. They're starting a new kind of arc thing. Um, Boruto is really good. <laughs> oh shit, you kept up with that? Yeah. Oh fuck. Like, Boruto's doing really good. How 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 prominent is Shikadai? Who? Uh, Shikamaru's kid. Shadow Clone. The fact that he probably doesn't remember. Oh no, no he's not. Damn Boruto. Oh sorry, this I'm sorry this Burrito. this arc is about um Sarada. So yeah, you can tune out for it. Is you, this the thing where she's like, "Who's my real mom?" Yeah, that story arc. It's literally that story arc. Who so I'll let you, Sasuke. I'll let you know. I'll let you know when it gets to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's like this joke thing about Cho Cho trying to figure out who her dad is. Yeah, even that though dumb bitch. even though it's like it's it's obviously fucking Choji. Everyone's like, "Who's my dad?" You mean that guy? That guy who's right over there. That's not the my guy dad. who said he's your dad. The guy you clearly look like. Nonsense. But apparently Sasuke is like, no, you can't be my dad. It's like, well, of course he can't be, because then you'd be dark and edgy and brooding, too. You're too happy to be Sasuke's kid, because Sasuke shows back up, and granted, this is coming from someone who knows jack and shit shit about Naruto. And the one thing I do know about this this show is, one, Rock Lee versus fucking Gaara is the best fight in the entire show. Fuck you, fight me. There's nothing better than that. Fuck you, fight me. It did peak there. Fuck you, fight me. And two, that Sasuke is literally the embodiment of like Edge Lord of hybrid theory. Uh, Lincoln Park. Rest in peace. Like the song "Crawling" is literally fucking. He literally has a curse mark that crawls onto his skin when he uses it. I've seen enough AMVs to know that. Yeah, AMVs taught me a lot about Sasuke. You're not clever, guys. There's a really good Mother's Basement video uh, that he did as a tribute to Lincoln Park as to why they use. Like Lincoln Park is so prominently used in AMVs, it's a really good watch. I highly suggest it. Good to know. But yeah, but yeah, Sasuke's still uh still a butthole. Still edgy. Still edgy. Edgy, edgy. Like like I'm I'm sitting there watching him talk and I'm like, oh Edgy time with Sasuke. Oh shit. Fuck. Fuck. Um, but no, it's actually I I'm enjoying the arc, but that's also because during my my uh, top five, I was like, I kinda wanted to see more character development for Serata because she was out of all the characters in the first 12 episodes she was the one who was just there like hi I'm here hi I'm Serata I don't know who my mom is she's like my mom is like is Herb and Sasuke oh wait no it's not oh fuck or maybe it is who fucking knows thank you Sheena hey Sheena thanks for the street uh, host doesn't this entire thing stem from the fact that she wears glasses? Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. Yep. That's literally Serata's entire start of her doubt that Sakura is always because of the fact that she wears glasses. She's supposed to be like the smart, like elite person of the classroom, and it's like the show is called no- Boruto, and Boruto's not in in the show. I mean, I will admit I know who the mom actually is. If you haven't heard the, I mean they, I mean they just had the episode. Sorry, the spoiler people, but they just did the thing where like they like tested her like embryo, yeah, and they're like, oh, it's a match, and then everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god, it is Sakura. Fucking spoiler! It's fucking spoiler, Sakura. It's, it's fucking Sakura. It's been Sakura. Enough of the debate. It's not Kari. But that's why it's stupid. It's like my parents don't wear glasses. I can't be their child. But no, like I said, like the most episode, the most recent episode of um of the anime, it's like, oh, this is uh Karen's yeah. embryo she, thing. Granted, she is a kid, and kids yeah. make dumb ideas. She does. She she's do- supposed to be smart. She. D- she don't know. Don't. But she's supposed to be the smartest ninja on the team. That's that's why I'm not mad. Leak. That- that's Leak. why I'm not mad about the thing with uh, with Chocho. Yeah, Chocho's just Chocho's. Like I said, it's funny, 
Just because it's like that's funny, but the thing she like because she goes up to everyone and she's like, "Nope, you're not my dad." <laughs> but she's like, she's supposed to be like a top elite of the classroom. And Are her they supposed to be in elementary school? Her biggest thing is my parents don't. No, wear they're glasses. like in like middle school, high school, dude. My parents don't wear glasses. I thought I don't know. They look like they're like middle school. Yeah. I don't know. Depend. Apparently, still it's elementary school. I guess it's like ninja elementary school. Yeah, just like maybe our high school. I don't know. Right? Japanese schools are weird. Still, she shouldn't. But um, but yeah, because they do like the whole thing. Like they like they're really pushing that. It's like, oh, Karen is possibly your mom. No. And it's like, cause it's like, like I said. Oh, there you go. That explains it all. Okay. So they are middle school technically, but um, it's like, oh my god, your your DNA and Karen's embryo DNA totally match, and we're like, and then like Naruto finds out, and he's like, Sasuke, we need to talk about shit, and I'm like. You fucking my cousin, homie? You fucking my cousin, homie? And I'm just sitting here like, oh, man. <sighs> kind of don't want it to be soccer at this point. And Fuck it. Sasuke was like... to make it interesting. <laughs> I mean, the way you're building this up, you're really trying to push something there. And you're also building for a very disappointing ending. Yeah. Sasuke was like, dude, your cousin dragged her pussy through glass to sit on my dick. And with all that glass, I was like, no. <laughs> she literally did. <laughs> That's all I know about that character. <laughs> Fuck me, man. I, I kind of oh, wanted to use that as our title oh, this week. But... A, I like it. Good stuff. Too sweet, baby. Mwah. <laughs> but yeah. So it's like, oh, cool. So I'm almost starting to bet, just because like, they keep mentioning like, the whole this thing. It's like, oh, they did like, I'm, I'm. this is just me assuming at this point. You don't have to tell me. It's like the whole Asari thing where it's like, oh, we mind-melded and we made you type thing. We mind-melded. Well, that's basically what Asari's- I birthed you from my mind vagina. We mind-fucked. That's basically what Asari's doing Mass Effect. They go- Yes, I know. I know. Wait, who, okay. who's that? Uh, the blue aliens. The blue aliens in the Mass Effect world. Okay. They basically- They reproduce by basically going like this. I have your DNA. Let's go. They're pregnant now. Yeah. 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 Anything else with the anime? Um- like I said, really, if you guys aren't watching 18F and Gamers, you really should. Uh, My First Girlfriend's also really good. We had our beach episode. So, good stuff. In a show like this. What, the thought anime? Yes, GamerCon is this weekend. Don't worry, I was going to mention that. Yeah, we were going to mention that during. Uh, I mentioned it during my stream, too. I was like, yeah, this stream is brought to you by. <laughs> but, like, the, the thought anime, because I've seen. There's been a lot of videos. Holy God, shit. Fuck yeah, there has been. Where it's like comparing it to... Uh, shit. Galco-chan? Oh. oh. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Not even close. Yeah, that's... It's the, cool, Shino. That's the biggest thing. I think we still got passes, so I'll check with them. The the, the biggest thing I've been seeing is like... I, I think the comparison is unfair. But they've also been saying like... Galco-chan is just a better watch. Like, don't watch this one altogether just watch Galcotron instead what well, you, what's your opinion on that well the thing about Galco the thing Galco versus this one is that Galcotron was more so about like someone who a girl who was a Gairu but was very wholesome like she defied all the stereotypes like yeah she, literally everything about her like yeah she's probably a hoe and then she's like no, no. she's actually very no nice. she's a very nice human being this this one actually still has something similar to that, where it's like... This is, she is a hoe, but she's she, trying to Well, change. she's like, like, the most recent episode, I think, like, we're meeting, like, her ex-boyfriend. Like, they ended, like, I think it's, like, her ex-boyfriend or someone who likes her or something, if I had to guess. I don't mm -hmm. really know. They, they kind of, like, 
oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I guess I'll have to wait till next week. Um, guess I'll put my dick away now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like the difference between this show and that show is one, the, the, t- the length of time. So they have to actually fill a story. They had to fill a 20 minute episode where Galco only had like an eight, it was an eight, nine minute episode. Mm-hmm. So it was, Galco Channel was a very like, easy to watch. It was a, almost like a message of the day kind of thing. Uh. Whereas this one has like this a one has a this one has a story to it. It's a hair it's a harem anime, and to be fair, I really fucking can't do harem animes all that well anymore. So I pretty much just shut off all the other girls. I'm just like <laughs> I'm focusing on you guys. And to be fair, the show's doing a really good job at focusing on them. Oh, hey. Like he's not, like he's not like trying to fuck the other girls. He's like he's not giving them. He's literally he's like staying faithful to his to the person he's dating. He's like nah, I I that's cool. I I appreciate like. That you tell me that, dude. I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. I appreciate you dragging that pussy through glass to sit on my dick, but but then you have the like taken. the the tan the tan girls the thing. <laughs> well, actually, the it's a really weird kind of love thing going on because like uh-huh. the main dude and the girl like are are dating. The big titty tan girl likes the girl. Whoa! Like she likes her. Like they were childhood friends and they liked each other. Uh, the princess character the prince like the high mighty one likes the guy and she's angry that she, um he has affections for anyone but her because then she, there's the sister then there's the the kid friend who does the whole fucking oni thing and i'm like oh you just disqualified yourself just get out there's one gag in this show that i really fucking hate though there's a gag i thought they had really good gag reflexes very nice but there's one gag in the show that I fucking can't stand. Is it the, the like the yes. censorship things? No. Damn. No, censorship in anime is fucking normal at this point. Actually, they're pretty creative about it. They yes, don't, that's why I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty good. No, there's one thing that I fucking hate is that in the main dude's group of friends, he has three other friends. Two of them are like super fucking pervy, like, uh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They're those guys. Get in there. They're the ones who are like, we gotta get the puss, bro. Lead us to the puss. We're You're dragging our... our dick through glass. Literally. You know, the point... When you use a joke too much, it stops being... No, I gotta keep going. And it starts... Take it from me! I'm gonna drag... I'm this... someone who pile drives jokes through glass! I'm gonna drag this joke through the glass. Gonna... <laughs> I hate you guys Continue. so much. But, um... And then there's this one guy. Big, heavyset dude. Mm-hmm. Who legit wants to fuck kids. Oh, like his whole thing is about wanting to date a kid not like date someone who is childlike this dude is legitimately like do they have like they're talking about is like their age on the clock is like like oh we're going to the beach oh look at the kids in their swimsuits i'm like Dude, what the fuck? And and they're, they're talking about like, and then like the episode before that, they're like getting jobs, and he's like working at the fucking daycare center. I'm like, ah! get, are they playing it up for laughs or? I think they are, but it's not funny. Ter- it's no, really no, no, fucking no. terrifying. <laughs> like, dude, dude, I would, I want you guys, if you get a chance, watch just one episode and watch that gag, and just tell me, like, I want someone who's, if someone out there is watching this show and they find this gag serious, or not, not serious, funny. they find this gag funny, please tell me why it's funny. Is it funny because it's really fucking weird? 
Like, I get that. Like, like the first time they did it, I thought it was kind of funny. He's like, oh, he's like, he's a pedophile. He's like, a, you can't even say that. Like, I can't. Like, he's a pedophile in training because he's like in high school and shit. And I'm like, oh, he just likes kids. Like, oh, he's just, he's just kind of. He's just like, oh, he just likes kids. And then, like, they keep making the joke. Like, oh, no, he really likes kids. And I'm like, why are we making this fucking joke? Why is this? Get rid of it! Abort! (laughs) Abort the fucking joke! Drag your joke through glass for fuck's sake! God damn it, dude. All right. So... Um, and that's really about as far as, like, my week went. Um, okay, I so mean, oh, I mean, also, one last thing is that I went to a BBW show yesterday. Yeah. That's the shirt. Uh, the previous World Heavyweight Champion, Jason Muse, the Master of the Hammerlock. Eh. You're such a mark. Well, I was... Well, because... Um, <laughs> I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but I was... Um, you mean the camera guy. I was the camera guy, and I also was responsible for carrying him out for his entrance. Nice. Because he did, like, a whole, like, throne thing. Cool. So we carried him out, and I was like, this is pretty cool. So I had to wear a shirt. Yeah, hey, you know that. Because Ben was, like, the tallest one out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. So was that a little uneven? I had to, no, I had to. You had to bend down a little? I had to, like, stress, stress my knees out a little Ooh. bit, but, eh, whatever. Not hey, like man, I haven't, hey, hey. Not like I haven't done it before. That's how Sasha Banks got her start. Yeah. But look, so look what happened to her. That's how Charlotte got her start. <laughs> but yeah. No, no, wait, wait. I got it better. That's how Alexa Bliss got her start. Ah. Uh, there you go. I'm okay with that. Queen. The queen. But um, it was, like, overall, like, it was a really good show. There was, like, um, there was, like, one match in particular I was, like, because I'm, I'm not super deep in, so I don't know, like, the booking. You don't know the story. I don't yet. know the booking stuff. Yeah. And I don't know, to be fair, honestly, I don't know some of the story. Like, some of the story stuff I've gotten in the last couple shows. Through context. But, um, yeah. But... Like, I don't know the booking decisions. I don't get certain things. And I'm, like, sitting there. It's like, as a, I'm watching it as a fan. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That's kind of weird. But it still was a good show, though. Um, the only problem with it was, like, the crowd was really dead. That sucks. Like, for, like, the first half of the match. For, like, the first, like, couple matches. And it's really rough. Like, in... Cause, There's like, no better, like, worse thing for, you know, two performers than... A, a, silent, a silent, a silent. Because I'm sitting there behind the camera and I can't make, I can't like mark up. I can't like get the fans going. Yeah. I like being a hype man. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, dude. It sucks. But it was a really, like the main event steel cage match was really good. Did that perk up the crowd a little bit? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, there was like a really good match because um, Chupacabra from, I, I think he's from Lucha Underground. Ooh. Came. And I think, I can't. I can't remember his name. There's like a Japanese wrestler. Who, Jap- Japanese comedy wrestler, the dude. Yeah, and he's fucking hilarious. Like they two, those two put on a match and it was fucking hilarious. Like it was, it was really good. Okay. Um. Like, the next show is not until um, uh, basically Halloween. Ooh. So hopefully Shit. you guys can. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe if, that show maybe sure. Right. Um. Uh, Fukuwara mask is based off him. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I saw. I I was watching. I was like, I see. Like I was. I thought of Fukuwara mask. And I was like, that's pretty good. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's really all I got, though. All so right. Daniel. Mm. <laughs> what you playing? What you watching? And how nerdy was your week? All right. Well, buckle up, chuckle fucks, because I got some games I played. Fuck. <laughs> 
Unbuckle in, baby. Let's go. No, I'm going to not put a buckle on. Keep your hands and arms. All right, Chuck and Fluckton, you're going to fly out through the window with your speed. Okay, so I played a couple of games this week. Uh, first off, I want to talk about, I played Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, yeah? XCOM. <laughs> Basically, Mario, Mario Rabbids. XCOM. So, I normally kind of find the rabbits infuriating. I yeah! I quickly grew sick of them. Yeah, no, they definitely... Uh, They're gaming's minions. They're gaming's minions, basically. But with this game, they're, they just hit that right amount where it's funny, but not overbearing. Like, they're, they're still obnoxious as fuck, but there's a charm to it. So it's like the minions in the first Despicable Me. Yeah. Exactly. When you combine it with Mario, it kind of like... It, you have, you have the mellow, mellow fun of Mario, combine that with the wackiness of rabbits. It's a good... It's actually, it actually works. Right. It's actually a really good mix. Like, the music by Grant Hope, really good. It's, like, really calming. Uh, their gameplay, obviously, XCOM, it's, it's great. Right. And it's just... It's got almost a self-aware humor to it, too. Nice. And I, I like that. Uh, I, I didn't really get a chance to get too into it because I gave my Switch to my... Uh, to, Background those over here, it's because I'm playing other games mm-hmm. for a bit. Which means I'm gonna get hyper off rabbits. Yeah. So I th- I'm gonna go with a, on a different like I'm gonna go order this out here. So the other game I played is I played the Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. Fucking A. It's like it's so good. I'm so I didn't get the chance full disclosure here. Looks good. I never got to play the PS2 Yakuza 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 Yakuza, Yakuza. games because I never had them. I discovered Plus, the, they shipped out very few copies. Mm-hmm. I got them dead at series very late in the game. I started off at, with number four. Um, so this is a great after playing Zero, which is a great prequel, and going on to uh, one, which is like a direct continuation of the story. Holy shit! And like, I love this fucking world. I love Kiryu's story. Majima is the fucking coolest. The Majima Air Everywhere system, where it's like, you know what? You just got out of jail. And I'm gonna make sure you're the toughest as you can be because you've been in 10 years, you've gone fucking soft. So I'm gonna attack you any chance I see fit. And you're never gonna see it coming. So here I am. Just, just like about, that, dick in the shower. It's like, so you get caught, you get stopped by a cop, like, stop in the name of the law. Alright, what the? Majima? Hi, Kiryu chan! Kiryu chan! He'll like pop out of manholes and trash cans. You'll be in a you'll be in a strip club and he'll come out. Yeah. <laughs> up next to the stage. What's his name? Watch him up, please hurry up. He's got his dagger next to my throat. Yeah, oh, coming up next to the stage it is Majima! Give me a chat! And then he breaks the ball off and tries to beat you with it. Yeah. No, he takes he takes one of the strippers. Yeah, he'd do that. He would do that. Majima's the best. He's basically the Ever since yeah, I guess I got really popular here, I think he's become the most popular character. Yeah. Which sucks, I do love Kiryu. Right. Um, what's great about this game is like, what, what, um, when the, Yakuza, Yakuza 1 first came out here, you met your best friend, you, like, he suddenly, after you go to jail, you take the rap for him, and then suddenly he's the bad guy. And they never really explained how he got to that point. That he did basically, all he knew was that he betrayed you. Mm. What's great about this game, especially if you played Yakuza Zero, because you got to see the bond between Kiryu and Nishiki, mm-hmm. his best friend, his part, his uh, brother, is that you're slowly seeing how he got to the point where he was through cutscenes. Mm-hmm. You actually get to see his descent into corrupt corruption. That's, that's actually real. I love those kind of stories, like especially when they pace it out correctly. The Yakuza stories are fucking great. Because um, literally, the beginning of the game is, oh, um, you, you, Kiryu is like, 
yo, I got this call, like, Yumi, which is, like, Kiryu and Nishiki's, like, childhood friend, like, nearly is about to get raped by their, his boss. His, literally, his, uh, Yakuza boss. Oh. So he goes to the office, and no shit, Nishiki just killed the boss, and he's a lower-ranking soldier. It's like, oh shit, I'm fucked. Kiryu goes, like, okay, you two get out of here, I'm taking the rap. And ten years, he goes, like, all right, let's see if Nishiki's taking care of Yumi. Like, Yumi's missing, and Nishiki wants to kill you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and this story is going on from there. I, I, this is basically my game that I've been playing on my own. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week I got to try uh, XCOM 2 War of the Chosen on stream. Mm-hmm. If you've never played XCOM 2 and you've been waiting this, like, and you're interested in getting now, don't bother playing the vanilla edition. Buy War of the Chosen because this is, this improves the game so fucking much. One, uh, just some bit, some quality of life things. It fixes the loading times. Oh, thank God. Fixes some of the um, some of the glitchiness of it, oh, like some of the frame centering. It's still there, but it's not as bad as normally. But what this game does this does so great is it gives personality to your own story. Like your soldiers are much more like featured. The cutscenes will have your soldiers, and they'll be reacting to have facial expressions. Mm. And it's so good, and that's all. They add new enemies, new new allies. Like I, I want to play this game more, but I promised myself I wouldn't play it on stream. Right. So uh, I'll be playing, um, streaming that again this Thursday at 10 p.m. Cool deal. And the last game I played is after, after Ben over here streamed and said sent me text like, dude, you gotta play this game right now. Play this game right now. Cause okay. I didn't watch your stream. Apologize. For obvious reasons. Yeah, because I wanted to play well, the game. you told me why. Yeah. So I immediately, as soon as he was done, I literally went up and booted the game up. Uh-huh. So 10 minutes. I'm going to give myself 10 minutes for full-on... You're going to want to headphone this. Spoiler territory here, because we're going to talk spoilers on this game. So well, I... I <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, does anybody else have any other uh, headphones? Not me. Okay, here we go. So I'm gonna give uh, background noise here some time to. Because uh, I haven't stuff. played it. Give me a thumbs up when. The first game, just give so, me a thumbs yeah. up and I'll give you a thumbs up when we're done. Mm. All right. So. <laughs> I literally did. I, I sat down. I didn't stop playing it. Yeah. No. I I played it from start to finish on stream. I was like, no. Nah, I had no. I had no intentions on stopping. Mm-hmm. I had every intention. Of Holy playing. shit! This was a good ass game. You ready? Yeah. He's good. Cool. Cool. Holy fuck. This game was fucking great. Like, I I came in with hopes, because obviously because I really liked the first game. Yeah. It's, it's fair for me to have some expectations. I still went in with no expectations. I went in with the, the just really the feeling of, like, I want to see what they got. What can they deliver on what a What can this side company do? What can this prequel deliver? Mm-hmm. What can it do? And what did it do? It ripped my heart out. Within the and, first couple of minutes. And drug it across fucking glass! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... You, it's dragging across fucking glass. Yeah. So, okay, do you want to talk about the story? Yeah, we can talk about the so story. So, the story, you know, if you guys didn't miss the trailers, it's literally, what was Chloe doing before Max got there? And it expands on who is Rachel Amber. Right. What is she to Chloe? Why is she so well-loved in the school? Right. And boy, did they answer that question in stage. Fuck yeah, they did. Like, just a full-on golden spade to the face. Just, oh. Do you love her yet? Yes, I do. Do you understand why 
why she was important. Now I do. Do you feel bad now knowing her fate? Yeah. Oh boy, do I. Yeah. Oh, dude. So let's talk about some of the game mechanics here. So they added this whole back talk system. Because it's worth mentioning that obviously the rewind feature from from the first one is not in the fucking game. Because how can it be? Because none of them have that ability. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So the back talk system is like when the moment like there's a point in store like a conversation where like where Chloe goes like hold on I ain't standing for this shit. You see their back talk no. and how does this work out Ben? It works out pretty well most of the time. No, but how, what is the mechanic? Oh, so what it is is that you choose this option, and basically it's a, it's basically a back and forth verbal battle of understanding verbal tells and word cues and taking their words and learning how to just basically flip them on their own head. So it's Dang and Rampa. Yeah, it's essentially Dong on Rampa kind of status of like, you wait, you said what? Oh, okay. You now know. But yeah, so then you hit him with some, you know, you hit him with some comebacks and shit. And like every time you do it, it's nerve wracking. Like when I did it with David and you only get one fuck up, you get one fuck up and you have to get like four successes. Mm -hmm. I fucking like shit my pants. I somehow didn't get a single fuck up, but I, I did, but I did, but I was like, fuck shit. And I was like, every time I did, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, set your ass down and shut the fuck up. Too sweet. Suck my dick. Type shit. And then I get hit by the principal and I'm like, oh, by the way, don't fucking say I got lucky. I got fucking lucky. No, because my dumb ass when as soon as I hit it, I realized I fucked up because like Article 420, I was like, oh, fuck, I know what I just did. Because <laughs> I got him on the first one. I was like, oh, how how long, how deep is your your thing of your well equips? It's like, oh, my well is deep, principal wells. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I fucking throw out 420. So that that's a fun ass mechanic. Oh yeah, no, it's a fucking great mechanic. I really love that. It's and like I said, because you don't because you have to do it on the fly too. That's something that's really important. It's not a well. Let me think about this. No, it's, there's a time limit. It's like a conversation. You got like boom, 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 boom. It's really fucking. It's really nerve wracking. Okay, so that no that and that's pretty much this only thing that's new with this game compared to the first one. Right. Everything else is pretty much the same. Hey, yeah. solve this. This slight puzzle here, and then move the story along. Right, click on things and see what pers what barbs there are. Mm, so that's 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 all we can say about the game. So I'm not gonna lie. I made one. The first joke of the game starts really early when Chloe's standing on train tracks. It's like Chloe, you know your ass isn't supposed to stand on train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's talk about what this game did really well. Like this game gave us a lot of like fan service to people who played the first game. Oh yeah, it gave. And the best part of it was, it's a very, it's a very subtle tip of the hat. Mm -hmm. Like if you have never played Life is Strange, it's kind of weird that you're playing this, because yeah, it would be kind of weird that you're playing this. Because honest, it's not like you you miss out. Like you can play this game without playing the first Life is Strange. It's just as someone who has played it, and I feel like you're missing out. Like it's definitely a good. It'll definitely give you a very fresh perspective when you go into Life is Strange one. It would. Um. Just because you would understand that dynamic. What? Dick. Who decided to be a dick? My laptop! Oh, rough to hear that. Fuck you. Oh, well. We're still talking, so. No, I know you guys. Good luck talking. with that! She's actually not doing fucking justice. Um. So I'm trying to clean her out. It's all good. Mm -hmm. Um. Because really, like, the main thing of this story is, is just, it's. As someone who played the first game, 
the point of this is to give you context. Mm -hmm. This game is very context heavy. Now, if you came into this game raw, it's it's still really it's good. It's still a very compelling story. Yeah, because you're like, you just don't have the emotional connection that these people have. So let's talk about some of the characters they introduce here. Mm -hmm. um, like we have, who is essentially David, the person David replaced, right? Skip, which is like the security guard at school who seems very unusually. Almost fireable chill right. at the school. Like, you right. cannot be this lax with your students. Right. Um, you got some students here. Uh, you got Steph, who I really loved. Yeah, no, she And was... Mikey. Yeah, I'm would... really worried about Mikey. I'm really worried about Mikey. And then you see Drew, who is supposed to be the alpha bully of the school. Right. Who, who actually picks on Nathan. Right. And mm. justifiably so. Yeah, Nathan's still a dick. And you actually... I, what I love about this game is you get to see subtle moments where... There's more. He's more than just your stereotypical jock. Cause that ending, right. where you see him like just playing with this kid, playing brother. with Mikey. Like, oh, I was expecting him to like be a dick to Mikey. No, he's actually really sweet to his brother. Right. And it seems really sweet to Steph. From what I can tell, like, yeah. What happens to you now? Oh no. Oh. Cause yeah. why aren't you in Life is Strange? I know you're a senior, but I don't know how much time is gonna pass. I think it's a couple years. So we got we got that. We got to see the um. Let's see. And you really get to see the blossoming of Chloe's mom and David, David, and you really just see how deteriorating, like really what this story does to you in a really, in not like ham-fisted way, but in a really like fist-to-the-face kind of way. It just shows you how much Chloe suffered. Since the da her dad died. Since her dad died. And like, God, if I ever really wish I didn't understand how somebody died, fuck me. That was a mystery. I would I could have been happy not knowing. God damn. And let's and let's just finally get to the issue. You really get to see a glimpse of Rachel and Chloe's relationship. Right. Cause right from the start, yeah, you can. I know it's maybe it's because we're a little biased because we played the first games, but you get to feel that sense of growing right. attach attachment. Like you, you understand that there's something's growing here between these two. Right. It's something that's real and this fun and this right. you want to watch it starts all on a like a weird meet uh fate fate strings of fate type of meetup at a fucking concert mm -hmm. by the way the concert was really good that yeah. was really fun i saw you guys like putting the controller down to oh yeah no literally there's like and that's another like just a small little side note is that the music in this game is so good it and it really captures what it captures chloe's um like personality a lot whereas like I, now I kind of want to play Life is... Like, after, I was telling him later that night, it's like, I want to finish this game once it's all done and then play Life is Strange again with that context mm -hmm. and, like, kind of, like, compare it side by... In, in an essence, side by side because it's like... It, the music fits the tone of what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, right, we got two minutes. But... The story's fucked, dude. So, two, two minutes left. Like, let's kind of wrap it up here. So... The story ends with some major events happening. Only and, you can prevent forest fires. Okay, is it implied that she was causing the wind? It's implied. Okay, so I was wondering, like, is there going to be some kind of weird super supernatural element it to this? It could be, but it's also, I think it was more for a symbolic purpose. Yeah. I'm, Just kind of like that raging, yeah. like that... In, but, like a visualization of her internal. Rage. But if you're gonna tell me that Rachel Amber can now control the weather with her emotions, like 
So, I'm gonna give the writers a little bit more credit than that. Yeah, that's, I'll give the writers more credit. This is no. If she turns into Storm from X Men, I'm gonna be like, uh, it's gonna be one of those like one of those things you kind of ignore. I'm gonna ignore that. <laughs> it's kind of like when I watch Orange and I and I remember like the whole fucking Bermuda Triangle thing. Like, nope, ignoring that. Didn't that. Happen. All right, final thoughts on this episode one? I can't fucking wait for episode two, dude. All right. Like, I didn't, like, get a chance to, like, use any of the, um, I didn't use a lot of the uh, DLC attire. Yeah. Just because I was like, oh, I worked really hard for that fucking shirt. I wore that fucking shirt. I didn't know you can change shirts. I went straight to the Raven shirt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can, um. You can choose different shirts. I did not know that. Yeah, that's where your, uh, like, the DLC stuff is, like, where the, uh, Chloe, <laughs> the... Life is Strange outfits are... Oh, fuck me, right? Um, all that good shit. So Life is Strange, episode one of Before the Storms. Really, play it. It's really fucking good. And if, and, you don't want, and if you don't want to play it, join me on my adventures yeah, to play, um, play I it. I have talked to Ben about this. He's going to keep on streaming this in the yeah. foreseeable future. Oh, yeah. I'm, I have no qualms about playing this game. The only thing I have to do is turn my TV down and speak up. Yeah. You know who we don't have qualms with? Uh. The people like GameCon. GameCon is a gaming and de- gaming developer convention happening here in Las Vegas at the Westgate Hotel this weekend from September 8th to September 10th. Oh, yeah. We'll be there. I hope. We hope. Uh, a few of us will be there at different times. Yeah. Because we all got lives. Yeah. But uh, thank you for GameCon for sponsoring our podcast, and we'll see. hopefully see you guys there. Yeah. So let's move on to the news, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, so I just want to give my thoughts on some of the stuff that I missed out on. Uh, specifically Shenmue 3. Okay. So Shenmue uh, 3 looks like... Ass? Dog. No, Shenmue 3 looks like Shenmue 3 if Shenmue 3 came out two years after Shenmue 2. Yeah. Oops. If it came out like 360? Yeah. Yeah. It looks bad. That's, that's real bad. Early? If King of Fighters has taught me anything like, there's hope. There's hope. King of Fighters looks okay now. I would have loved those original sprites, but hey. Oh, 13 looked so good, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, anything else on that from? That's basically the biggest thing. Okay, so let's move on to game news. All right. So we just talked about Richie talked about Friday Thirteenth. You know what's coming out in a few weeks, or we don't know when. Skin. Skin. Lots of skin. Lots of skin. So go ahead and announce the DLC Spring Break 1984, which is like I love that title. So what does this uh, DLC in, uh, have? Well, let's watch it here, shall we? We get teenagers in, well, swing attire. Except for uh, this guy. Just creeping. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is, it's always in the 80s. You know, if you're having in your 80s and you have teenagers, you're going to have, well. Creepy uncles. Creepy uncles. And people making out. And pe- pe- people making out. We got to wait for Chad, though. Well, we got to wait for Chad, because what does Chad wear? The main man. The main. Chad, too bad. <laughs> And that is right. Mm-hmm. Look at this man. Oh. Look at this Adonis. This Cadillac of men. <laughs> Look at that jealous face. Wait, it gets better. Look at that bolt. <gasps> yes. Wait, it gets better. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So they announced this coming up. It's obviously a fun, not necessary gameplay piece of DLC. Right. Uh, they announced that it's going to be... Uh, for uh, $3.99 at launch, uh, launch, but at the first week, it's going to be a special half price of just uh, 2 bucks. 
So no reason to not get it. Right. You might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what and else? DLC, I feel like it's a good thing that they're charging that they're charging for it, and it's at such a low price where it's like most, if not all, people who have this game will buy the DLC. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm gonna get it. Cause Plus, it's, it's gonna help them get money, yeah. which will hopefully go towards the game. More and more DLC. Mm-hmm. They, did, they already did announce that they are adding more characters. They are adding new Jasons, new maps. So yeah, the the theories running around with like who the new Jason's gonna be though have been like. There's two front runners. I still want Jason X. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's one of the front runners. One of them, and the other front runner isn't even Jason Voorhees. Oh, Pamela? No, not Pamela. They oh, can't who? have Pamela. Yeah, they can't. Who, who's, the, who's the other one? Uh, from part. Oh, you're talking about the one who wasn't that the Jason that wasn't Jason? I think it was yeah. like part four or five. Oh, New the beginnings. possessed Jason. Uh, New beginnings. No, not possessed. Oh. It was a guy dressed up like Jason. It's a guy who's who's uh, kid. Died in one of the previous yeah. movies, and then he went super nuts. And he's the he's the one that wears a mask that with the the blue hockey linings. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, let's he's see. another front runner because uh, on the website, there's these new markings that appeared, and the markings are sky blue. Uh, Speaking of sky blue, wow, that's a thank you. So, Sony uh, Sony recently announced that they are going to be releasing special PS One inspired crystal editions of PS Four controllers. With each different retailer getting different colors. So there's the uh, crystal. Oh. And then Best Buy will get blue. Oh. And meanwhile, GameStop will get red. The nice looking red. I'd probably get the nice looking red. I get the nice looking red too. Kind of reminds me of like the Game Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they're gonna be first standard price, so not like doing the gouge just for it. No, it's, yeah, sixty four ninety nine. That's well, kind of good. that's kind of the standard more. price actually. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. So wait, price. Crystal is uh, GameStop, Blue is a uh, Blue is Walmart, and Red is Best Buy. Oh, oh man, you're gonna have to go to Walmart. Red, gonna punch a person in the face. I just thought it was a kind of a neat thing they're doing. That is kind of cool. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, okay, so they interviewed the president of the Olympic Committee. Oh. And he basically said, "Oh, I love this. If we, even if we were to consider having esports at the Olympics, and we all kind of agreed, no. Yes, fullheartedly, no. No. Don't expect games like CS:GO to make it to the Olympics. He said we will not have a spot for these violent games that promote uh, death and murder. They said at best sports titles, and it's like there's no esports scene for sports titles. Like, mm-hmm. You need to stop. Yeah, and that's." That that's pretty much how you slam the door on that. Yeah, because you know, oh, but League of Legends, like, no, no. But Street Fighter isn't gore, no. No, but good on them for stopping it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather them stop this now and give us a dumb but understandable reason. Right. Because at least people aren't going to get their hopes up. It's not going to be like a year before the Olympics happen. It's like, all right, what game is it going to be? It's like, no, dude. Mm-hmm. They should. I'm tell. They should just make their own thing. The Olympics. Oh, yes. The uh, Olympics. We've got Evo for that. But yeah, Evo but that's for fighting, for fighting games. games. Olympics. It's going to happen. Mark and we have, words. you know, worlds. Mark my words. It's going to be called the Olympics. All right. Uh, what happens? I forgot to talk. Speaking about GameStop earlier, so there was an interview with... Uh, I'm trying to find a name here while I'm going. John this. GameStop. Yes, John, John Games. GameStop. You know what? No. The GameStop Senior Director, Director of Merchandising, Eric Bright, recently spoke defending the practice of them holding switches and consoles hostage in bundles in really expensive bundles because uh if you guys don't know like it's it's really hard to it's almost impossible not to get an snes classic now i didn't know pre-orders went up because i was sleeping i also thought they wouldn't pre-order them 
I didn't care. Um, so now it's like, oh, hey, we got some, but now you got to buy a nearly $400 bundle for it. Yep. For a $80 device. Yep. Fuck you, GameStop. And the GameStop, the GameStop head said, well, reason why we do this is because it's more convenient to buy these expensive bundles. Is there a direct quote? Yeah. It says, it, that's really the, it basically, somehow, it's, it's more convenient. Let me see if I can find a direct well, quote. What comes with the bundle? Stuff like chargers, uh, extra cords. But there'll be dumb ones where, like, they'll get, like, hey, hey, you'll get a uh, Star Wars set or a... It's, there's some dumb ones. I'm trying to remember some. Uh, a banana? Yeah, a banana. A banana, yes. <laughs> While you guys talk about this. Yeah, it's just... For me, it's, it's really weird to kind of... Because in one sense, I get it from like a like a business perspective. You you legitimately, if you have something, you hot sell it. Yep. And I, but I also don't think it's. I don't think it's really right because if I don't want all that extra shit, I should be able to just buy the thing. Yep. I want this to buy the console itself. If I wanted to buy an extra storage device or an extra battery or that should be my that should be my choice to make it after the fact but Mm -hmm. to make it to where like you have to get all this extra garbage that you don't probably need or want like the key word is extra garbage because none of this is essential yeah so i have to go here i'm going to give it to be my best mark john marketing guy here we really try to do a great job of pairing up items with things customers like to buy in the case of the Switch, we know the customers are going to want a way to charge the Joy-Con, so we often throw in an extra charging device. That's a lie. I just charge mine on the fucking Switch. We know the Switch has a limited memory, and customers like to download games, so we'll add a memory stick. That's fine. You can just add that by itself. You don't have to make a bunch of other shit with it. And then you need a game itself, because what good is a piece of hardware without a game to play with it? Because we make it more convenient. Actually, I can... I've actually succumbed to the digital future. I'm no longer buying physical. It's just a really frustrating. Yeah, that quote really kind of is like someone at a in a in a PR team is probably sitting there like, really, who let this fucking go? <laughs> or at least from my perspective, I just like I see that and it's like it makes you more... you you immediately see if you do bullshit. Like I see it and it's like, okay, so what you're basically saying is is that we want to price we want to gouge people for. Oh. Sh- because we can't sell, we're not selling enough units of this thing, so we're gonna force people to buy. No, the thing is, like, they are selling enough units of this thing. No, I'm talking about like this shit they're bundling in with it. Like, oh, people aren't buying the Joy-Con charging sure. things. They're not buying extra memory sticks. It's it's. Honestly... Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> All the crazy noises. GameStop is honestly just, it is dying. It is. No one's doubting that. I give it maybe, it's got like maybe five or ten more years. Sounds about right. I think it's one of those things that games, if GameStop wants to continue to succeed in the future, sim, like it just has to be able to treat its customer base with a little bit more respect mm-hmm. in that sense. Because um, it's just... Like, like I said, I can see it from one side because like you're trying to push units on things that you can't sell. You're trying to make a profit. You're I trying to that. make a profit. But at the same time, there. Yeah. How, but how when there's can, this much of a negative backlash. But when there's that much of a negative backlash. And all you can do is a smile. It's like no, but people are buying it, so we must be doing something good. We're doing. We're doing you guys a favor. It's kind of like. It's kind of like I can't defend it wholeheartedly because then I'd be a hypocrite. Because then I'd look at Nintendo and like. 
So you know how you like uh, price gouge the fuck out of shit and you like send limited shit so basically you're in promoting people to kill each other over this thing instead of just making enough of that thing. So no, it's the fact that you're forcing people to like fucking to buy shit that they don't want. Like there should be an op. Like there's no reason that you can't have an option to just buy the thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Nintendo, and this is a quick one here. Uh huh. Mario's no longer a plumber. What the fuck is he? He's just a guy. I thought he was no longer a plumber after Super Mario One. I figured. That... It's just now Nintendo made it official. He's no longer a plumber. Stop calling him that. What is he? I never called him. A He's just what an adventurer. He He's just okay. a guy. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. I guess. Sure. Everything. Sure. Murder everything I know. I mean, I never saw him as a plumber, even when I was playing the games as a child. Yeah, actually, I I remember when someone was like, he's a plumber. Like, he is? Yeah, because I see him stomping turtles and these weird mushroom things. I don't see that in the sewers. I, I He hasn't done it. Well, a lick of plumbing. Where's the Mario plumbing game? Like, yeah, last time I checked, you know, plumbers don't light shit on fire. The only turtles I see in the sewer would curb stomp Mario. Speaking of lighting shit on fire. Oh. So Capcom has re- uh, teamed up with a company called I Am 8-Bit. To release a limited edition Street Fighter 2 SNES cartridge that actually works. It's um, going to be super rare. It's going to be a fire set. It's only edition. It's only uh, 5,500 5, with uh, this color or special 1,000 clear blanc, green Blanca ones that glow in the dark. That's kind of neat, right? No. Is, well, for a Street Fighter fan, it is. Uh, I'll say, yeah, this is kind of cool. And it retails for about $100. Now you can play it on your SNES, but they found out that um, I'm gonna quote here: <clears throat> use of this reproduction game cartridge, the product on the SNES gaming hardware, may cause the SNES console to overheat or catch fire. <laughs> the SNES hardware is deemed a vintage collectible, so please exercise extreme caution when using the product and make sure there is a fire extinguishment equipment nearby. You said the product is at the sole risk of the user. So this thing can catch on fire. Here's the thing. The Here's the two stupidest things. One, they know it catches fire and they're still going to sell it. Two, at least they know it catches fire, so they're warning everyone. Holy shit, this thing is set your Nintendo on fire. I want it. So <laughs> Check it out. Got it. Brand new Street Fighter 2. Oh, dude, let's, let's pop it in, man. No, dude, it's, it, it'll, I don't want to like light my house on fire. But it's Street Fighter 2. How else are we going to play this game? This is the, literally the only way you can play this game. No, get out. <laughs> I just thought that was a Like, my only question is who the fuck still has their classic SNES? That's a good question. I don't. I, I don't. Like, See, this half is... the people in this room do. Adieu! This is an unfair uh, testing environment. Yeah. I want, I want to, I want to recount. Yeah. All right. So speaking of uh, weird testing environments. Uh huh. So Swery, the probably the weirdest man on yes, the face of the planet. The weirdest man, but the most greatest developer of our time, really. If you think about it. Fucking love Swery. Up there with Kojima, and you know. Woo! John Carmack or something, I don't know, I think he bundled up a third person, has released a trailer and this big campaign for his new project called The Good Life. It's described as a murder mystery life simulator where you turn into a cat at night. Yes, 
Yeah. Nope. Okay, yeah. I think Su- whatever Suda51 was drinking for a long time needs to take it back from Suda51, they got shit on Swery. I'm almost certain that Suda50, now that I'm, I'm actually now convinced that Suda51, like, sucked on Swery's teat, and that's why he went crazy. So the whole story of the game is you're this reporter from uh, America here in this UK town because something weird is happening because there's a murder. Because Swery made a game about it. Because, of course, it's a small town with a murder because Swery has never seen Twin Peaks. And you're like, okay, fine. I better do my stuff and try to figure this out. Meanwhile, like, why am I a cat at night? Yeah. And that's the premise of the game. You try to solve mysteries while turning into a cat at night. Fuck yes, swearing. If it's anything as like D four or Deadly Premonition, it won't be. As much as I love, it won't be. But I, I still no in tone. I think it will be, because again, what you're gonna have here is strange people here, strange um, people who live here, and they're gonna be looking at you like you're the weird one. And I love that kind of uh, fish out of water story. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like uh, if you did like a Lovecrafting story, and everyone else is like. Well, the whole thing about Lovecrafting stuff is like if you went about talking about Lovecraft and everyone is affected by Lovecraft, they're like, are you fucking crazy? And you're like, no, I'm the only sane one left. And it's like, is it true? So right now they're at, or they're already at 200, nearly $200,000 of their goal of $1.5 million. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's read some of the stuff that you can get for backing it. Okay. So this first uh, tier is for 20, 30 bucks, you get a digital copy of the game, which okay. is kind of standard. But fuck that noise. Who's that? <laughs> and here's Swery himself. This man among men. Wow. Uh, let's let's look at the highest tier. What okay. if, hold on. What if I want to be a cat in this game? Oh, if you want to be a cat in this game? Yeah. I believe that is the... Let's see. Look at these cats. They all... What does one of these tiers is become a cat in this game? I think you just passed it. Yeah, it's in the 300 thing. Is it? Okay, well, I'm gonna. In the meantime, though, I'm gonna look at the highest uh, reward tier. So for the mere, mere price of no, there it is, thirty-five thousand, you become a character in the town. And also, you get copy the game, wallpapers, special message. You get to eat sweary with sweary in the game. Oh, I get to eat sweary. Yes, you get to eat sweary, <laughs> cause he he would be a type to say, yeah, sure, I'll pull with this. Eat dinner with Swery in the game. In game is the weird part. That's the weird part. Like, wait. So, my character will be eating dinner with Swery? Why can't I eat dinner with you? Though, the strangest part about that, if you go back down to it. Yeah. You will be murdered. Stop. stop oh, oh. oh, yes. You may get brutally murdered, so be forewarned. That's not even the weirdest part. Go up a bit more. Stop. Someone's already back to this. Yep. Oh, yeah. And you also can become a cat. At 15,000, you'll get to have dinner with Swear in real life in a rural English town. So, we need to bundle up here, and so we can meet Swear. And this first thing I want to ask is so, who was D? Who was D? Why did he kill little Peggy? And when are we going to get part five. five? That's all I want to know. That's all we want. Well, it's because Microsoft owns it. Yeah. So, I. You know, I'm I'm be watching this game. I think I'm gonna try to push some money into this one here because I, like I said, I love this developer. There, I love his a, style. There's a video of Swery and uh, Suda. I think they're at Gamescom. Yeah. And they're they're both two sweeting. 
Because yeah. Wary's a wrestling fan. He's literally... I follow him on Instagram. He was literally in a Lucha, Luchador outfit during PAX. Swery? Yes, because he was doing the PAX Rumble. So is, um... So is, uh... Tsuda. Yeah. Tsuda's a huge wrestling fan. And they're both doing, like, two sweet, and they're both saying, like, Bullet Club for Life. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is cool. Alright, uh, let's see. What else we got here? Speaking of Microsoft here, they discontinued the original Xbox One. Shocker. Yeah. The original Xbox One or the original Xbox? The original Xbox. They canceled the original Xbox during like the three, like as soon as the 360 dropped. Yeah, no, I think. this is like this isn't a bit. This is me being like. No, the original Xbox One, the one that we released oh, okay. after the Xbox 360. That's weird. Well, considering that now their focus is the Xbox One S, which is admittedly is the superior system of the two, is okay. And now with the One X, it, it kind of makes sense to focus on those two now. Yeah. And you can still buy a Connect, but now if you want to use it with your S, you gotta buy an adapter. Yeah, but no one fucking buys a Connect. Who buys a Connect? What do you mean you don't have a Connect bubble? I don't speak to your manager. So, also, uh, speaking of Suda51, uh, I, I forgot to talk, mention this one here. Uh, Nintendo had a special direct about their indie titles coming to the Switch. Fuck yeah, One of them being a new tra- uh, No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Back. Nope, it's been confirmed that it's called Travis Strikes Back, No More Heroes. You got me. They had an interview with him where he's he, he like no I, I know everyone's calling it no more heroes. So what's the what's the cool thing about this game, Richie? So uh, the trailer starts off with a man with a bat, and then a lot of people right off the bat knew exactly who this was. A lot of people didn't, which is weird because like bad girl's picture is right there. It's her fucking dad. It's, this is bad man. But no, everyone's like who is this mysterious character? It's like fuck you guys saying you fucking love no more heroes and then saying who is this? Yay! I hate it. Hate these people. Like, here they come, bandwagon. Um, but I've actually never played him. a No Heroes game. Actually, they're really fucking. Amazing. We should play that on some night. They're great. Oh. Um, so he finds Travis, who is now living out of a trailer, uh, hitched to a pickup truck. No, mm-hmm. hitched to a some kind of muscle car. Let's say a Mustang. I'd believe it. Uh, and you get your fighting or whatever. You get your fourth wall breaking. I don't want to describe the trailer. The one thing I do want to describe in the trailer, though, is when he does walk in, it seems Travis is uh, sitting on a couch playing video games. If you look closely, he's playing No More Heroes. No, not No More he's Heroes. He's playing Hotline Miami. Miami. Duh. Uh, one of the quick little things is when he's on the character select, it stops on the grasshopper. Yep. Grasshopper manufacturers. My stuff. Uh, another thing, too. There's a t-shirt. There's a t-shirt. If you look closely at the t-shirt, it says, uh, with the flick of the switch. Nice. It's like, hey. Um... Robert Atkin Downs is not voicing Travis this time around. Uh, they haven't said who's voicing him this time, but it's not him. So what the thing about this game is apparently different characters from different other indie titles will be appearing in the game. Travis Touchdown and Batman get sucked into the Death Drive 2.0, uh, which is the Phantom Game Console, and he is gonna have Travis is gonna have to fight his way through six indie games to get his freedom. Now the one thing they confirmed is a lot of people are really uh, worried about this. Because it's like, so it's not going to be like No More Heroes. It's not going to be bloody and like rated M. Is, he's like, no, it will be. Oh, don't worry about that. We're the still controls and everything is still going to be No More Heroes. So it's not Travis in it's not another Travis, game. Yeah. It's basically other games brought up to Travis's world. Nice. Nice. So he's going to be in like 3D Hotline Miami fucking shit up. Or he's going to be me, Shovel Knight. And they haven't announced the other games yet. So yeah. people are really on like... Chopping the bit to find out whether you're using a crossover with normal heroes. Yep, and that's basically the major thing that was announced with the Nindies. 
There's a lot of other stuff that got shown off as There's well. There's a new Super Meat Boy for the Switch. Uh, new Super Meat Boy. Is it a new Super Meat Boy or is it just a collection? I think it's just a collection. Um, there is Oxen Free. Oxen Free was a good one that got announced. Uh, Dragon Marked for Death mm-hmm. is one I'm very excited for. It is a four-player co-op uh, action game, side-scroller action. Ooh. So you can go at it alone or you can go with four people and uh, there's different classes. So like to get those four people, it's not like oh you go in with four warriors. Like no, you get you go in with one of each. You know, warrior. You got your warrior, healer. So it's uh, golden axe. Yeah, it's basically any side scroller. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. It looks real good. The art is fucking beautiful. I've been waiting for this game forever. All right, uh, we're done with news here. So if you want to send us questions, where would you send it to, Richie? Um, well, in my timeline, it's different. So I had to do a bit of research. Okay, uh, I do it? believe it is ps2plv at gmail.com. Wow, it's weird. It's exactly how it is in this timeline. What? That seems like this, that's a fixed point in time, no matter to whatever time. No matter what timeline, it's always ps2plv at gmail.com. And I think something else that coincides in the universe is that you can sound uh-huh. <laughs> just like this. All right, so Grant wants to know... Uh, what type of story that you don't normally see in anime would you like to see get animated? Or what kind of stories do you honestly want to see in anime form? In anime form? Like, what kind of stories do you feel like anime should you know, should do or you want to see in anime? What kind of story types? Uh, Detective Noir. Yeah, I could use some more of that. Yeah, more Detective Noir is always normal. Just any, anything closer to reality, honestly. Like, stuff like the Big O I, it was one of my favorites because it was just a, such a classy style. Mm-hmm. Uh... I would love to see more. I want to see more horror anime that isn't set on just the gore. Yeah, I would love more um, psychological horror animes. Come on, Junji Ito. Like almost not not on the level of Lovecraft, but on that same kind of thing. Yeah. Just that, that dreading horror. Right. There's a Just, character called Lovecraft, I think. There is an anime about Lovecraftian stuff. Yeah, but it's actually a harem. Very loosely based. On Very that. loosely based. It's a harem show. It's a harem show. More pro wrestling. Yeah, I could yeah, do, I could do more. I'm never gonna complain about more pro wrestling in my anime. Um, like, but literally the first thing I dude, what if like they took WWE's like history and put it through the anime filter? It looked really good. Honestly, That'd be fun. A, lot, a lot of stuff in there is like real good because like they took, they took the good stuff. The, Just the be whole... careful about season twelve when Roman when the Roman Empire yeah. gets built. Because oh, yeah. like the whole thing with um, CM Punk leaving with the title, you you can kind of draw parallels to that of like uh, Cena's trying to get him to stay, but he's willing to leave. Yeah, you can draw parallels to Naruto. Yeah, to I've seen that comic. I've seen that comic. Yeah, good stuff. Don't worry, Vince. I'm gonna go get CM Punk back. Believe it. <laughs> you can't see me. Um, but yeah, no, I really just think because like if there's one area that doesn't I don't feel like gets enough love is that it's the mystery and horror. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and not your typical murder of the week mystery. More suspense. That's actually fucking good. Suspense. Yeah. Suspense would be good. Uh, Something that really is like pulls at you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, I want a more grounded shonen. Mm. I want a shonen where it's not like. Or the, or gigantic power ups, or the main character is super good at what he does. No, not not just that, because oh. like they can keep that, because like, and I, I bring I bring this one up a lot. Um, Hajime no Ippo does like a really good job of keeping things grounded. Oh yeah, yeah. I just want a shonen anime like 
fine, give them powers and stuff, but don't make them like planet destroyers. Like, keep it grounded. I want to see what you guys can do when you're limited. Right. Get, I would get creative. I mean, like, just on the terms of like getting creative, I'd like some like some version of like I'd like an anime that like I think it's just because like you know that typical green text shit you'll see on like on 4chan, just like um like what if someone was aware that they were like in an anime mm-hmm. like they're aware of the stereotypes and they try to avoid like that basically it's the story of like the main character who is, do, does everything in their power to avoid being the main character here here's one I that, think I've seen that as a webcomic here's one that I, I had thought of here um mm. I would love to see an anime where you take a Japanese character and you put him outside of somewhere outside Japan that's not the US Africa right. Like anywhere except the U.S., where you actually explore how he interacts in that culture. Mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd love to see an, an anime take on different cultures. Well, they've right. done though, or they've been in Europe a lot. Okay, how can I put this lightly? Where they don't go to Anglo-Saxon uh, centered countries. That's why I said Africa. Africa, Spain, India. Japan, you want to prove you know Mexico, the Latin America. That's think it's gonna be something interesting to see. Right. All right. So uh, Roger wants to know. What video games do you feel like you've, quote, mastered? Mass Effect. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I would say Street Fighter, but that's a lie. Um, oh, uh, Donkey Kong Country 2. I know that game like the back of my head. So is Legend, yeah. Majora's Mask. Really? Uh, I can't speedrun it for shit. I just know yeah. where everything is. Yeah, same, I would just say the same thing with Ocarina Time. I would say, like, I'm pretty well-rounded at most platformers. Just because, like, for the most part... Uh, Shovel Knight. I have fucking mastered Shovel Knight. Because, uh, like, if I had to pick one in particular, like, even though I've only played it once, Ori in the Blind Forest was... <laughs> After the shit you've been through? Yeah, you have. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, XCOM. I can feel like... I can honestly say I feel like I know what to expect from XCOM now. Can you play it on its hardest difficulty? Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm any good at it. Okay. But I know what to expect. I'll understand. I'll never go like, oh, that's some bullshit. I didn't understand why. It, I, I don't know why I got killed. Like, no, I know exactly why I got killed. Uh, Persona. The Persona franchise, I pretty much understand pretty well. Yeah. As far as, like, understanding, like, the, gr- the, the importance of knowing how to manage your time. As far as, like, grinding levels as well as grinding social links. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, um, one, one more, Richie. Spider-Man. Which one? The old ass one. The PS1 one? Yes. Okay. Um, that was a good game. Except actually. I played it on the N64. Well, yeah, me it's, too. But it's essentially the same thing on every single console. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I was really good at Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. Uh, so what's coming out? Um, one Ben's playthrough of uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm should be up on the YouTube channel very soon. So I think we're going to put it in as one big chunk. That's fine. Yeah. Do what you got to do. And uh, I'll be streaming XCOM 2 again this Thursday. So look forward to that. Uh, and on top of that, you just we're I'll even if I have to probably end up paying to go there, I'll be at GamesCon. No, we're, we're we have passes. I just oh, okay. can't remember how many we got. Oh, okay, but yeah, I'm gonna be at GamesCon. Game I took GamesCon, GamerCon, GamerCon, GamerCon. You know what? They announced that AVGN will be a guest. Hmm. AVGN's gonna be a guest. Okay. Kind of. I want to see if I can try to be the guy to take it in. Was this a gaming convention with gaming guests? <laughs> yeah. What? Unheard of. Followed by Jontron. I hope you haven't seen his last video. Oh. I mean, he's coming back. I know, he's coming. He's still making videos. Yeah. 
Thanos. I've honestly that's neither here nor there. We're not gonna get into what he talked about. Right. All right. So with episode one six seven of Press Start to Play. Wait, one more thing. Oh, hello. Destiny two. Destiny two. Oh yeah, Destiny two is coming out this weekend, and I look forward to. I'll be playing that a lot with my uh, with the background noise. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make a. We're trying to try to make it uh, like a series on the YouTube channel, like our playthrough of it. So right off the bat, what class? Warlock. Thunder. Every time. And Titan? <laughs> I only play Titan because I like charging in and beating the shit out of things. I'm, I'm glad that people are learning that shield combat is a thing and it's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is cool to be Captain America, so. Alright, with episode 167 of Press Start to Play, it was Daniel. And Ben. And Richie. And until hey. next week. <laughs> no, that's good. And until next week, folks. Ha <laughs> ha! Stay nerdy, folks! Keep it sweet! Mwah! Love you, bitches! See ya!